What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ricky Martin, who's a co-founder of Philanthropy. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Going well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to be here today, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, excited to have you on the show. Looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Philanthropy, what are you working on? What What is your company? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're we're an early stage tech company working in the, the B2B space where we're creating an AI-driven marketplace that allows companies and what we call impact organizations to partner on long-term and sustainable social impact projects. So in simple, we're creating a dating app between companies who want to do good and organizations who are doing good to create partnerships based off shared missions, visions, and values. So walk me through a little bit about how this uh, works, maybe for for any of the parties involved, whether it's the organizations or any you know or a customer. Can you explain a little bit of how this works in detail? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a little a background on how this traditionally works, where both companies and these impact organizations traditionally have individuals who are working towards private sector, public sector teams and partnerships. And currently, it's just a long and arduous process where. You know, companies or a social impact uh, program manager would say, "Okay, we we could use a partnership in this space. We want to get involved." Um, but then it's it's really hitting the rolodex, or you know, going on LinkedIn and, and going through networks or who we've worked for before. So it's a lot of just scraping through databases, creating long Excel sheets, reading reports, and kind of just reaching out and trying to get meetings going. And um, a lot of what I did in the past, I worked for a DC organization, was part of that process. And it's long, it's resource depleting, it's time consuming. And at the end of the day, you oftentimes don't actually create a, a sustainable or long-term effective partnership. So what we're doing is we're automating most of that process. So following a, let's just go for the corporation perspective, following a quick you know, five question survey that essentially asks what industry, sub-industry you work in, what geographic locations you work in, um, or have supply chains or other sort of links, uh, allows you to tap into uh, some surveys that we automate to, to ask your employees what their values are, what they care about. Um, the pro, the platform then recommends basically a short list of projects that are most aligned with these companies' strategic um, or tactical goals. And so we have a research-backed algorithm that searches our database of hundreds and thousands of active humanitarian or philanthropic programs out there. And essentially, after giving these recommendations to a company, kind of like a dating app, it allows the company to say, well, these are really interested. I want to maybe potentially talk to A, B, and C. And on the platform, you could express your interest. And then from there on, a notification is then sent to the organization who is enacting and doing this work. So from there, the organization receives the request and like a dating app, once again, they could say, yeah, this would be a, a viable partnership. Let's explore it. 
And from there, it enters into an automatic chat where you could talk from representatives from each organization and company. And then they could just discuss things that we're kind of leading them through various questions. So, you know, talk about your terms, talk about what outcomes you want to see from it. And then on the platform, it's all automated. Contracts can be sent over and grants and various investments can all be completed via the platform. And through our database, we're able to kind of collate all that information. And it doesn't just stop with, hey, you do work, you have a project, here's a contract. But then you have an organized dashboard for both your corporation and your organization to say, this is what we've done in the past. This is kind of where we need to focus some, some efforts on and, and really with the goal to create a more balanced and diversified giving portfolio for, for both companies and these organizations. Cool. This is fantastic. I'm curious, you went a little into this, but I want kind of the full picture. Why did you decide to start working on this? I'd love to hear about the origin story of all the things you've learned over the years and experiences you've had. Why did you decide to tackle this sector and this problem? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's a valid one because it's it's funny to look back at, but my I guess my work history is kind of ebbed and flowed. So I have a background in kind of uh, creative marketing and kind of social entrepreneurship and involved with a couple of small startups and Went back and got a, a master's from uh, Colorado, uh, University of Colorado Boulder in technology for international development because I really wanted to maximize impact through technology. Uh, that brought me to ASU where I was pursuing a, a PhD in innovation and global development. And all this fell in this realm of, of how to really do the most good for uh, kind of a society and for a global audience. So I worked with, um, as I mentioned before, this DC organization and me and my now co-founder, we worked on different teams but we kind of uh, stumbled into a number of conversations about the way we do work. And just generally speaking, impact organizations or nonprofits, as, as most people know, are a little strapped for resources, time. There's never enough you know, people to go around and help out with the work that they do. So they end up falling in these same ruts of the way that the processes work and, and how they you know, do varying aspects of their, their program implementation. A large part of this is finding these public-private partnerships. And from that, like I mentioned, there's this long and, and hefty process of finding quality partners. And so me working as an individual and also my partner working as an individual in this space, we kind of came together and said, it seems like there has to be a better way to do this. I mean, there's so many hours, so many, uh, so much money, so much funds going into this, this partnership process. And nowadays, especially um, investors, consumers, and, and um, employees all like they want to be part of companies that are doing good for this world. And there's a gap there. And so we kind of took it, uh, went to the drawing board and said, you know, how can we optimize this process? How can we create, you know, longer, uh, more effective partnerships or relationships? And we, we did use a lot of my PhD research to kind of uncover that. Currently, partnerships are formed just because it's the right thing to do or, you know, like, hey, maybe we've done a little little uh, questionable action before we need to make up for it. But nowadays, there's there's the need for um, a little bit more transparency. And and I just think we're, we're this new generation. It's, it's wonderful to see that the companies are facing these these public pressures that are saying that they need to transform the way that they do work and they need to be focusing less on profits, although it's imperative and essential, but also on kind of the bottom line. So the, the economic ramifications, the social inclusion aspect, as well as um, environmental peace. And there's just this need for it. So me and my partner, partner just became a brainstorming session that evolved into this business idea that evolved into, hey, maybe this is a, a viable business to business um, solution that, that we can start to implement and from there on, it you know we gained a little momentum, won a couple of pinch competitions, and and here we are today. 
And, you know, that's a little bit of the background, but I'm curious if you were to look forward in the next 5, 10, 15 years, what do you see as the big vision here? Or in other words, in, you know, in a decade or two, what does this company look like and how does it impact the world? Yeah, absolutely. So so best case scenario, of course, we're very early stage, but I, I would like to see the, the industry shift. Um, and what I mean by that is, is currently uh, what a lot of companies see is sustainability or, or ESG, CSR, so environmental social governance or uh, corporate social responsibility. They see it almost as a risk mitigation strategy. And what we're trying to do is shift that paradigm to say this should actually be a commercially investable strategy instead. So by tapping into various stakeholders, um, looking at risk mitigation, but also just disclosures and, and strategic investments and all these different aspects, we hope to position ourselves to be this, this medium to allow companies to explore this radically new way of doing business. Um, and, and someone once told me, and this was a few years ago, a, a TED Talk speaker, they said, I hope to live in a world where the term social enterprise isn't a thing because all companies, in a sense, will have to have some sort of social aspect to their business in order to thrive. And, and we're, we're wholeheartedly believing that that's where the industry is going to go and not just industry as a general term, but more as a, a holistic view of all businesses will have to have some sort of societal, economic or, um, or some sort of good involved and deeply ingrained with their company. And so where we are right now, we are providing not only the database to allow companies to find partners, but we provide the insight in addition to that. And we use it, we, we use data to back it up. And we hope to create this long-lasting marketplace that allows companies to really tap into this, this need that they're going to soon be faced with um, if they haven't already, that allows us to then be the kind of the median for them. And, and through data, through technology, through you know our, our machine learning processes that we're starting to implement, we hope to evolve into this, this, this conglomerate that allows us to be um, a, a guidance for these companies that have so much sway um, on the global scale but also so much potential for impact. And, and if we position ourselves right and we kind of ride this wave out and we kind of position ourselves at the top there, I, I think we're, we're capable and, and willing to do that. And then in order to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring raising money, looking for customers or partners? How can we assist? Yeah, absolutely. And and Matt, just based on our conversations, I mean, you've been more of an asset already, just, you know, brainstorming and talking. So I appreciate that. But um, from the community, we are in this very early stage. So we just finished our, our basic, you know, MVP, so to speak. Um, we have a couple, you know, a team working on bringing out the next some more robust version. And we are looking for primarily two different things, I suppose. Um, one is beta customers. So not necessarily large, you know, massive companies, but any company that's willing to kind of take a, a chance and and say, hey, maybe I, I should think about this as we start our business or we start to grow into new markets. Um, and so users that test the platform, just give us feedback and also kind of talk about, you know, what they face or what they see in the industry and, and what maybe what, what pressures they receive from their various stakeholders. Um, and then the second stage is we, we are looking at raising funds, too. So um, we're very early stage. We're, we're pre-revenue and everything like that currently, although working at quickly getting to revenue. Um, but we are looking at kind of just starting a, a very early round of, you know, bringing in some investors who want to take a chance and do a little good in the world. So primarily looking at angels and, and other kind of small scale investors from that standpoint. But um, overall, just just support and I guess recognition and, and always thinking of philanthropy. If, if you do have questions or just want to chat about how your company or how organization could be best suited to kind of rise with the tides and, and be well suited for the future and, and direction we're all going in business. 
And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more about what you're doing or find you online, do you have a website, social media, social media presence or an email address, anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do have a website. It's, it's philanthify.org. Um, and uh, is it helpful to spell it out? Just so I know it's kind of a tricky one, but it's P-H-I-L-A-N-T-H-R-O-F-I.org. Um, and you could also reach me at ricky.martin, so R-I-C-K-Y dot M-A-R-T-O-N at philanthropy.org. And we're on LinkedIn, um, Twitter as well. So kind of any of those means, you could just reach out and contact and, and always willing to just chat either about the business or just like I said before, how we can you know work together to, to create a more sustainable, just world. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time too, Matt.